Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. Hey, so if I had a title for today's message, which I really don't, I would call it Tech Stock, Be Encouraged. That's what I would call it. And to help us this morning, I'm going to take a few moments to read from God's Word. Is that all good? Uh, we're going to look at the Bible this morning, believe it or not. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Ephesians chapter 3, and we're going to come down into our church's verse, which we all know is uh, Ephesians 3 verse 20. But this is what the Bible says, and I think the words will be on the screen, or you can read along with me whatever way that you do that. For this reason, in verse 14, this is Paul, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth the, the brilliant to have some readers in the room this morning. It's, I read this about 40 times, I still can't get that word. Where's my five-year-old? Its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power to gather... I'm losing myself. If you're listening to this podcast, I forgive me, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. God, I just pray right now in this moment, God, that you would uh, come this morning and speak to us. Uh, I pray, God, that you would do what only you can do. I pray, God, even if we've done nothing else this morning, we have read your word. And your word says, Lord, that it is sharper than a two-edged sword. So I pray that this message this morning would be impactful for you, and God, that you would impact people's lives. And everyone said, Amen. Hey, we just read the book of Ephesians. It's chapter 3. It's, it's verse 14 to 21. And it's a well-known text that God can do anything, you know, way more than you can ever dream of or imagine. That's how the message version translates it. And what a powerful scripture it is. It's been a birth in scripture for us as a church. And we've just turned three years old to this church. Uh, for anyone listening to this podcast, that's part... Is there, is there one of them here, actually? Uh, I mean, you're never too, whoever's idea it was to have party bags, you're an absolute genius. That's what that is right there. <laughs> Here, Ralph, you can have a party bag. You didn't get one. I, was that your party bag? I stole your party bag. I'll get you another one afterwards. <laughs> Flaming party bags. Where are we? We're in church. But Paul's writing this text. And he's writing it, and he's saying that God can do anything you know way more than you can ever dream of or imagine. He's praying a prayer, and he's writing it down. You've got to get the context of what's going on in Ephesians chapter 3. We have to bear in mind where the bloke is. He's in jail. You see, Hills Church, we have turned three years this weekend, and how incredible it has been. 
It has been amazing to see what God has done thus far in the individual's lives. And Hills Church, we are all about the one. Listen, if we only impact one person, hey, it's all good. We are here to impact people because we believe every person has a God-given purpose. And discovering that purpose is connected to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The Hills Church exists to connect people to Jesus, therefore discovering their God-given purpose. I believe this morning that you have a purpose. I believe that God has great things for you. I believe that God has a great future for you. I think God is incredible. I think following Jesus, listen, if you've came here this morning and you've loved these balloons and you get the cake afterwards, hey, that's great. But I, I, I want to be honest, I couldn't give a rip. I, I, if, you, if you don't leave here, if you don't leave this church getting to know Jesus better or experiencing what Jesus can do in your life, we have not done our job. This morning, my prayer is that you would have worshipped God just now as we sang to Him because He is our God. I pray this morning that you would leave this building and you would know Jesus a little bit better than you walked in the door because the more you get to know Jesus, the more He will change your life. Jesus is the hope of the world, and frankly, that's all I really care about. Because all I know is this, that Jesus is good. All I know is that you can be in a prison and you can write a letter and you can say things that God can do anything you know, way more than you can ever dream of or imagine. I don't know about you, but have you ever been in a prison? You do not have to be behind bars to be in a prison. There is lots of different formulations of prison. Anxiety, depression is a prison. Loneliness is a prison. Death is a prison. Fear can be a prison. It can cripple you. Isolation, doubt, your health can be an isolation feeling. Period. There's lots of different things that can feel like a prison. But here we have a bloke that says this, that God can do anything in a way more than you can ever dream of or imagine. You see, I'm a kind of person that believes that, but often I want to believe that in my high days. I want to believe that on the weekend when we turn three years and we celebrate all that God can do. But how many of us know that's just not how life is? Life sometimes can be harder than it seems. Life can throw some curveballs. Life doesn't always seem to work out the way it does. It's just the way it is. Life is funny, Hills Church. You can have a three-year-old that doesn't want to go to Hills Kids and throw a hissy fit when you're trying to transition with your wife on a Sunday morning when you're about to preach. Not us, just saying I know some people like that. <laughs> I'm going to drink a water. But I am so grateful. Not sitting that there, because that'll probably spill. Sit that there. John and Mom, we're going to give a conversation with this new pulpit you're going to make. This thing's this is actually the lighter version. How did Paul say something so crazy? You see, the difference between being able to do that and not is simple as this whole church. It's faith. It takes faith to be able to say that God can do anything when you're in prison. It takes faith to say God can do anything when you're locked up in a jail. But guess what, Hulse Church? Here's the good news this weekend. We're coming to Easter, and I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for a great morning. Hey, get some flyers. Invite your friends and family to church. No better Sunday to come to church. Hey, get to church. Come along. Go have a great day. We're going to have a carnival afterwards. And, but the truth is, it's going to be great crack outside. But the truth is, we're coming to remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's not dead. He's alive. But this weekend, as we stop and pause and take stock in all that God has done, you see, taking stock in what God has done gives me faith for what he can do. 
You see, taking stock on what God has done gives me faith for what God can do. You see, the facts are this, that you can be in a prison, experience in your life and still say and glorify God and still believe that he can do anything, still declare great things, because why? Because you have a faith. But more importantly, not because you have a faith, but because you have something to have faith in. That's the difference. That's how Paul was able to say, hey, God can do anything you know. Because not because he had a faith, but because he had a God that he had faith in. So this weekend, Hills Church, we are just stopping for a little second to take stock in all that God has done. God has done great things. We've just sang it. Would you agree with me this morning, Hills Church? Good. God has done great things. You see, the schemes of the enemy have nothing to the plans of God. The schemes of the enemy do not hold a candle on how great and how able God is, period. He can scheme all he wants, he can try all he wants, he can do all he thinks. I'm not falling into the mindset, Hills Church, that the church is in the decline. I think the church is on the incline. I think the local church is the hope of the world. I think God's people are here, called and chosen for such a time as this. This is good days, Hills Church. We're not in closure, we're not on the way down. I don't care about popularities or cultures. I don't care about how people are changing their sexes or doing this or believing that or whatever. We accept people for where they are. Jesus loves everybody. I don't care about, I don't want to get in. I do not, I, I'm not giving my time. I'm sorry, emails. I'm not replying anymore. I do not have time to go and sit with you to discuss that stuff. I want to study the Word of God. I want to see Jesus come and be glorified and change people's lives. That's what I want to focus on, Hills Church. That's what we are about. We are about, this is, this is not us building this church. God is building this church. But we just get a tiny, tiny honor to be a part of what he's doing. Would you agree with me this morning? Can anybody tell that I'm excited about this stuff? I will throw the pulpit, Johnny, if you want me to do that. Sorry, John. Keynote, Johnny is making us a pulpit something. Just you think I'm crazy. Think someone listens online thinks I have some crazy relationship with the guy in the audience. I don't, it's just a metal pulpit. The schemes of the enemy have got nothing to the plans of God. Take stock. Hills Church. I, I know this weekend is about three years of this church. And it's such a great morning. I, I can't eat gluten, but I'm eating a bit of that cake. <laughs> I'm going home afterwards to lie about. No, Wayne's going to play in the sand. Sure, we'll be near enough. A, we'll be handy enough to the bathroom. <laughs> yes, Victoria, I just said that out loud in public. It's good crack. Hills Church, we are a church that do not take ourselves too serious. I enjoy this church. I love it. I love coming here every week. I always leave better than I come. I come, I love you people. I love being a part of this thing. But I just want to speak to this moment for about you, your life. Yeah, it's about the church, but who are the church? The church is you. You are the church. And I, I want to say this to you. As an individual, wherever you're listening to this message, however you're hearing this right now, you're doing better than you think. You've come further than you think. I know that things have changed and plans have changed and things didn't really work out. You thought you were going to go that way. And Anyone else? I thought it was going to be. And, you know, and I, 
having the best hand at making plans for my own life, boys and girls and ladies and gentlemen. I am the best hand at it. I have a vision. I know sometimes that where I want to go and God takes me are two different things. But I've come to realize this tension that it's a healthy tension because God knows. God knows what is best for me and he knows what is best for you. But when I stop and, and, I, and I force myself, I looked at Paul and I studied this Bible, this verse a lot more this weekend in depth and wrote a whole pile more notes than I have hired here to share. But I feel that God has stopped this bloke in his tracks. He's brought him to a prison experience and he said, hey, listen, stop and take stock of all that I've done because whenever you f remember, when you take stock in what I have done, it's going to give you faith for what I can do. When you take stock in all that I have done and what God, what, what, what God has done in my life and what he's done in the friends and families, it gives me faith then to believe for what he can do. Hey, we baptized people just a few weeks ago. Let's, focus, let's go back and it happened with the church. Church, we started and 10 months in, the pandemic striked. All of a sudden, 11 months into a church plant, we're, we're online, whatever that even looks like. Me and an iPhone on a flat, it was absolutely horrendous. But, but it, was, it was outrageous. All of a sudden, I had to sign up to be a TV presenter and I hated every single second of it. And all of a sudden, we were, people, we were online and we were all disconnected. We had the pandemic. And by the grace of God, Hills Church, we even survived that. We come out of the back of the pandemic. We've, we've We've strived, we haven't, we've strived a little bit, but we're thriving. God has done so much. We've baptized people. We've given away, Hills Church, thousands of a church. We just sent six grand to the Ukraine people last week like that. It's incredible what God has done thus far. It's been amazing. Thousands of people this weekend, this, the next couple of weeks, are going to get a, an Easter egg. Each school is going to get the opportunity to want a pair of Apple AirPods. Why? We're not there to try and convey. We're here to convey that God loves each and every single person on planet Earth. He just didn't die for me, Hills Church. He died for my neighbor too. Even the ones that I don't like. I love everybody. Jesus died for each and every single person on planet Earth, guys. It is an incredible thing. But what has he done in your own life? Would you stop for a moment to take stock? Think about this. What has happened in the last three years of your own life? You've came further than you think. You're doing better than you think. You see, the schemes of the enemy are out there to try and rob and steal you of your God-given purpose but the schemes of the enemy have nothing on the plans of God. He's out there to get you as much as he's out there to get me. To tell you that you're not doing well. That you should be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. And that, 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 that. You see, what he's out there to do is try and breed religion. Hills Church, we are not doing religion. We are doing relationship. We just give you, church, the app Glorify this week. If you haven't got it, come and speak to us afterwards. It's a daily devotional app. Why did we do that? So that you would connect better in your personal relationship with Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. That is what we want to celebrate, Hills Church. We want to celebrate what God has done in your life as an individual. And I look around the room as me today, and I meet people every weekend, and I'm telling you, it has astounded me how far people have come. Just give everybody a wee cheer this morning. <laughs> we, <laughs> that is good crack. We need, uh, what is them things called? Party balloon? What are they called, if they? 
Them things there, that thing, that, that blowy thing. We need them in church every weekend. If you're a church leader, you need to buy them for your church people. But as we close and wrap up this conversation for this morning's sake, here we go again. Another story about the house. I know. Victoria and I are building a house. Shocker. Anyone else knew that? Yeah. I talked a lot about it. I apologize for talking about it again. But yesterday we were pouring a foundation. And it's for a retaining wall. It was going to go in the back and wasn't really going to do it and try to leave it down the lane. Said things like, we'll leave it down the lane because we'll have money. And then someone said to me, we'll never have money, so just build it now. Good point, builder. Good point. Um, so we're building this wall and uh, pouring the foundation yesterday. Ralph was helping me. Great help. If you're going to pour a foundation and you don't really know what you're doing, bring your three-year-old. It really helps. Such a blessing. Weren't you, Ralph? Yeah. We did the concrete. He did get a wee spark in his eye one time and I freaked out. His mom didn't know that and I just told her. Why did I say that? On. But we were pouring a foundation, and I was just reminded, just reminded us that Richard, we were a wee bit deeper, and I was like, we'll go shallower over at the end, because we had six and a half meter lorry, and I had so much to do, and I calculated if I did it over 12 inches, I would have had six and a half meters, would have done the half of it, if you go 11 inches, we'd go a bit further, go 10 inches, or 9 inches, no. And all of a sudden, it was just like at a stage where we could, have, we could have went like six inches of concrete and seven inches of concrete. And Richard says, just simply said, the deeper the footing, the higher the wall. Now in English, that is, the deeper the foundation, the higher the wall. <laughs> deeper the footing, the higher the wall. Deeper the foundations, the higher the wall. Now what good old Richard doesn't know as I was preparing a sermon all week about this morning. And I was talking to myself a lot about foundations. I was thinking about foundations, and I was thinking about what we are doing as a church here in the northwest of this island here. And the truth is, Hills Church, we've just spoken there now about what taking stock does to you. It helps you get to a place of stirring faith that if you are in a prison experience in your life, you can still say things like Paul said, that God can do anything you know way more than you can ever dream of or imagine. Hills Church, wherever you are, whoever you are this morning, God still can do great things in your life. You are not a write-off. You're not a mistake. You're not a failure. You're not written off. God still has good things for you. But we look at them that we take stock and it reminds us that, hey, no matter what, God, it serves faith for what he has done that he can do. But Hills Church, what we're really doing here as a church is we're building foundations. We're just three years in. It, this takes the pressure off me as a church pastor. It takes the pressure off me as a disciple and follower of Jesus. It takes the pressure off me as a person. Let yourself go, give yourself a break, Hills Church. It's okay. Individual. I speak to a lot of people sometimes and they're pressurizing what we're going to do, what we're going to do, what we're going to do. And church leaders especially pressurizing. Is there people in the room? Is there not people in the room? Is there a big crowd? Is there a wee crowd? How many people do you have in your church? How many people do you have in your club? How many things? What program are you doing? What things are you doing? Hills Church, we, are, we have a simple church, but guess what? God is building his church. And we just want to take our time at it because guess what's happening in Hills Church? God is building his foundations here. And I look around the room, and what really inspires me about our church is we have some of the best people that I've ever met in my entire life in this church. Just give everybody a wee cheer. I have... 
100% brought this on myself. But we have some incredible people. I've looked, I've got to meet so many great people that are way better than me, that are more talented, gifted, ability, smarter, good looking, or whatever else you want to do. Hills Church, by the way, everybody in the Waterside Theater says you've got to be good looking to come to the Hills Church. So here Foundations. And what we want to do, Hills Church, this weekend is we want to celebrate this weekend. We want to do, but please, as you go home today, would you remember all that God has done? Would you remember that we are in foundations? If you are in a season right now, you've got to dig a little bit deeper into God. Well, I look at Paul, and I wonder how he was able to say things like God can do anything, you know, way more than he could ever dream of or imagine. I think it's because Paul was able to dig deeper into his relationship with God. You see, the digger you deep into your relationship with God, the, the taller and the stronger you will stand up to the things of this world. The deeper you dig into the words of God, the deeper you dig into your relationship with God, the stronger and the more able you will be able to stand up against the things and the schemes of the enemy. Maybe the things of the world throws things at you, but the digger you deep, the digger you deep, the better you stand. And the truth is, Hills Church, we as a church, we have one part at this thing, and we need to get this thing right. We know by just getting Google right now, there's scandal out there in the church. Things are happening, churches are breaking down, different things are going on. You hear it all the time, saying, all oh, the church, 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 church. I do not want to be a Statistic Hills Church. 97% of church plants fail. Statistic, 97% of churches planted fail within the first five years. Hills Church, we are not going to be a statistic. <laughs> but how are we not going to be a statistic? We're going to keep our eyes on who? God. God has built in His church but as it gives us a responsibility to settle ourselves, even after three years, would we just as a church stop? But I as a person, because listen, there's things out there, there's a bit of plans, and you do this program, you do that program, you do this, and you do this, and you feed this, and you feed that, and you feed that. The whole thing, narrow the gospel down. Sit, sit with God. Be still, the Bible says, and know that I am God. Take the pressure off yourself. You don't have to do an our club, an our thing. You don't have to do an our thing. Da, 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 da. You don't need to do an da, da, da. You just need to sit like me in the presence of God. <sighs> Breathe. Two thousand eight, God. You save me. Twentieth of February, two thousand and eight. I'll never forget it. God, you put me in a great group of people. God, you give me an incredible wife. God, you sent me to Bible college. And didn't really understand that. <laughs> Tell me to sit. Put me in ministry, God. You've blessed my life. You've got me. You've, you've, you've took me to places I shouldn't have been. You've got me to meet people I shouldn't have met. You called me to be a part of what you wanted to do to change people's lives in the northwest. 
give me two incredible boys. You give me a company to borrow me money to build a house. You give me land to build it on. You give me health in my body. You give me strength. You give me the opportunity to meet some incredible people every single Sunday. I just know for the last 12 years there in about a minute, less. What's your story? Because you have one. Would you take stock? There's a whole pile of parts in my story where I really did not understand what God was doing. But that's okay, because God understands what He is doing. Take stock and be encouraged, because God can do anything, you know, way more than you can ever dream of or imagine. Band, if you want to join me as we bring this message to a close. Your foundations in God are important, Hulls Church. As you go out of here today and you take stock of your journey in the last number of years, and if you want to do the last three, it's great, because honestly, I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wants overnight success. I want three years of a story in three days. It's just the kind of person I am. But I have got to know that in life, the most important part of anything is getting the thing settled, being calm, be at peace. And when I'm at peace with God and my relationship with Him is deep, honestly, every other thing goes completely out the window. So I want to ask you this morning, what are you facing? What are you going through? What curveballs come your way? What prison experience do you think you're in? What is going on? Because I want to ask you, would you be encouraged? What is the enemy bleating in your ear saying, hey, you're not good enough, you haven't done this, you've done that? Is the enemy bleating in your ear what you have done, where you've dropped the ball? Is it louder with the, with the ball that God had? Because God died for you. He is proud of you. He is well pleased with you. He has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. Even though where you are right now doesn't make sense to where you thought you should have been, God still knows. Would you take stock today? Would you take a stop and would you say to yourself, when you look at your life, hey, because what I've realized is that the days may be long, but the years sometime are so short, would you remind yourself of all that God has done? Would you agree with me this morning that God has done crazy, amazing things in your life when you stop and think? Yeah. He's done some incredible things. But as you focus on that, would it stir faith in you to believe for what God can do and what, what he will do over your mental health, over your physical health, over your spiritual health, over your financial situation, over your careers, over your friendships, over your relationships. What God can do, he can do way more than you could ever dream of or imagine in your wildest dreams. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hey, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?